coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Thanks for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. On the last episode, we talked about the five types of leaders. I shared that with you from uh, my book, Defining Influence. And I mentioned I was going to be doing multiple episodes on the difference between managers versus leaders. But something else has popped up that I want to talk about today. So I'll I'll get started on the managers versus leaders in, in the next episode. So what I want to talk to you about today is there's a lot of blame going on out there in the world today. And it's it's the usual folks who are doing it, the, the low impact leaders and the low impact people. And there's one specific group that gets bashed a lot these days. I hear about it all over. I get questions about it all over. And that group is the millennials. And so I'm I'm here today to defend them just a bit. And uh, before I do that, I want to share something with you. It's a quote by my friend and mentor, Jimmy Collins. You may remember in a couple of episodes ago, I, I shared about Jimmy. Jimmy was the president and COO of Chick-fil-A for 33 years, retired in 2001. And he wrote a book called Creative Followership. <clears throat> so in that, in his book, I, I captured a quote. And I'd like to share it with you. Jimmy says, Jimmy Collins says, people do not quit companies. They quit lousy bosses. People do not quit companies. They quit lousy bosses. That's not the only reason they quit, but that's the number one reason they quit. And it's been number one in research studies for years and years and years. The number one reason people leave a company is because of the relationship with the person they report to. And I've validated it. I've seen it. It's common. Yes, there's other reasons people leave, but the number one reason is a relationship with the boss. So I'm here today to say it's not the millennials. It's the leaders. There's never been a millennial problem, but there has always been a leadership problem. Today, nearly everyone wants to play the blame game when it comes to the job-hopping millennials. By the way, most millennials are not job-hopping. They're leader-hopping. They're searching for a leader to follow, not a job to do. They know the right leader will provide the right job. While we're talking about blame, I want to share a quote also from Henry Cloud. Henry says, blame is comfort food for the soul. I believe that one too. Blame is comfort food for the soul. So nearly everyone other than millennials wants to blame millennials. But there's one small group of exceptional people who see it differently because they know better. They know the truth. Who are these among us who refuse to jump on the blame train? They are the high impact leaders. There's not a lot of them, but you'll never find the high impact leaders blaming the millennials. Actually, they don't blame anybody. They look in the mirror and they continually read, grow and develop themselves, watch videos, 
go to seminars because they know leadership is the problem. So recently I was sitting here at my desk and my phone buzzed, had it on vibrate, looked over and it said unknown. Normally I never answer my phone when it says unknown, but for some reason that day I did and I'm, and I'm glad I did. And the reason is because Simon Sinek was calling me. I didn't know it was him. It said unknown and I don't, he hadn't called me before. So I didn't have his number in my phone or anything like that. So it pops up. I answer the phone. I hear, Hey Mac, this is Simon Sinek. I said, Hey Simon, what are you doing calling me, man? I said, I know who you are, but I didn't know you knew who I was. He said, well, I just read your book, blue collar leadership leading from the front lines. And I just wanted to thank you for, for putting up a good fight out there and for trying to help people be better. And, and we had a short conversation. It was pretty cool. And actually, I had quoted Simon in that book. So it was pretty cool for him to read it and give me a call. If you don't know Simon, check out his videos. His last name is spelled S-I-N-E-K. He's got some tremendous videos out there. His most popular book is Start With Why. Uh, I've read that book, but he's got a book that I really, really like. When I read it, I got a lot of value out of it. And it's called Leaders Eat Last. But right now, I want to share a quote with you that I captured from Simon. So in Simon's quote, it goes like this. Millennials want what every generation that has come before them wants. To feel that they matter, that their work matters, and that they are contributing to something bigger than themselves. The only difference is that millennials are the first generation with the guts to ask for it and to expect it. So those are great words from Simon, and I agree with him 100%. What they're looking for is leadership. The reason they don't mind asking for it is because most of them have lots of options. Older folks want the same thing. The only problem is they don't have as many options, so they have to deal with it. They've got a lot of, most of the time, they've got a lot of burden. They've got a lot of fina financial uh, burden. They've got debt, so they have to work somewhere they don't want to work. I hear the older folks moan and groan quite, quite a bit myself. and. Uh, they're just not job hopping because they don't have quite as many options, but they wish they did. So as long as low impact leaders, and I'm calling these managers of people, and we're going to talk about it in the upcoming series, the difference between managers and leaders. But as long as low impact leaders look out the window and transfer responsibility to millennials, they are transferring responsibility for addressing the issue. This is what low impact, insecure managers of people do have always done long before there were millennials and will always do regardless of the name they give to those they are blaming. Those who refuse to be managed and seek to be led. These low impact leaders don't feel they have to do anything because they don't believe they are the problem. So let me just say millennial is simply a label. Millennials are people. People are still people. People will always be people. Likewise, excuses for ineffective, poor leadership are still excuses, and excuses will always be excuses. So when high-impact leaders look in the mirror and accept responsibility for leading millennials, they are accepting responsibility for addressing the issue. 
These leaders know they must now do everything to fix it. They see themselves as the problem. And also, they see themselves as the solution. These leaders, again, high-impact leaders, they don't have problems with millennials. You go in the best-led companies, they don't have millennial issues. It's only the low, low-impact low leaders and poorly-led organizations that have issues with millennials. Again, the problem's not millennials. The problem is leadership ability. The low-impact leaders, again, managers of people, repel millennials and others who are willing to lead themselves to where they want to be. High-impact leaders attract millennials and others who refuse to be managed and prefer to be led. Again, there is no millennial problem. There is only a leader problem. So I want to share with you a quote from Malcolm Gladwell. I've read some, some books, Tipping Points, one I remember the most, but I've read several from uh, Malcolm Gladwell. I want to share this quote from Malcolm. He says, when we look at people who disobey their leaders, the first question we ought to ask is not what's wrong with those people, but rather what's wrong with their leader. It says that responsibility begins at the top. Great words by Malcolm, and I agree. That's why I'm doing this this episode today on, on the millennial leadership issue. So high-impact leaders understand exactly where the problem with job-hopping millennials is rooted. It's rooted in a poor, ineffective, low-impact leader. Leadership is the issue. Poor leadership's nothing new, but blaming millennials for it is fairly new. Low-impact leaders have always looked out the window and blamed others instead of looking in the mirror and blaming themselves. They always have and they always will. That's one of the character traits of low-impact leaders. Again, these are managers of people, not leaders of people. They blame others instead of accepting responsibility. So managers of people lead with artificial influence. Leaders of people lead with authentic influence, high-impact leaders. So when you hear me say low-impact, I try to teach and speak in a way that People can understand it easier. So everyone understands what low-impact leadership is. They also automatically understand what high-impact leadership is. But I try to mix up the two languages that are out there to help you understand which which is which. So low-impact leader refers to manager of people. If, you're, if, you're, uh, if you've read a lot about manager versus leader, and high-impact leader relates to leaders of people. Millennials and everyone else are drawn to the best-led companies. Why? Because the best-led companies are led by high-impact leaders. What's interesting is these well-led companies don't have the problems and issues with millennials that poorly-led companies have. Why? I've said it already. Because there isn't a millennial problem. There's only a leadership problem. Unfortunately, those who don't truly understand leadership are buying into all the millennial talk. They're jumping on the bandwagon, the blame train. It's simply a lot of mumbo-jumbo wrapped around management practices, not leadership principles. The same leadership principles related to character-based influence that applied 50, 100, 1,000, even 2,000 years ago still apply today. 
They will always apply. This is why you should invest in learning leadership principles instead of wasting your time learning management practices. Leadership principles apply in all situations and with all people. Management practices apply only in certain situations and only with certain people at certain times. So low-impact leaders buy into the false belief that millennials require new things and new ways of being led. What they're really saying without knowing what they are saying is, I don't know how to lead. So teach me a practice that will get me by because I don't want to do the work that's required to become a high impact leader. So if you know my background, uh, the first five or six episodes, when I very, uh, at the very beginning of these, at this podcast, those first few episodes, I just shared a, a kind of generic and boring work history, things I had done and jobs I had had. So anyone who wanted to know about my background could go check it out. And so you may have learned that uh, between 2005 and 2012, I actually led hundreds of high, highly effective teams and hundreds of millennials through, I logged over 11,000 hours leading teams through process improvement, organizational change, and cultural transformation. I've never had and never will receive any millennial training because I lead with leadership principles and not management practices. I lead each team the same, regardless of the mission, regardless of the location, regardless of the age of those on the team, and they were all Always mixed. They could have been 18-year-olds or 70-year-olds and everyone in between. And regardless of the team members, race, gender, etc. None of that matters. When you're leading with principles, it doesn't matter. Each team always achieved amazing results. Not because I'm anything special, but because applying leadership principles motivates and inspires ordinary people to do ordinary things. So everything I write about is related to leadership principles, not management practices. So I want to provide an example to validate what I'm trying to communicate right now in this, this short episode. So here's a leadership principle I learned years ago from Dr. Stephen R. Covey. And I, I did a, a whole episode on this when I did the uh, series on the seven habits. So the principle I want to talk about right now Seek first to understand, then to be understood. This principle can be used by anyone, with anyone, at any time, whether you or they are 20, 40, 60, or 80 years old. Seeking first to understand will always increase your influence. Not sometime, every time. So when you choose to first fully understand another person before trying to get them to understand you, they will then be more open and willing to accept your influence. So why is that? It's because if others truly feel understood, that means they believe we truly understand. And if we do understand, when we speak, we'll be speaking to them with full knowledge of their viewpoint, feelings, and concerns in mind. And because of that, they'll listen to us because they want to know 
what we have to say about what they had to say. Now they're ready to listen. But if they don't feel understood, all of their energy will be focused not on listening, but on trying to get us to understand. Instead of listening with the intent to understand us, they will be listening with the intent to reply to us in an effort to continue to get us to understand them. So until they feel understood, they are not seeking to understand us. And again, this principle applies to everyone, regardless of age. There are seemingly endless leadership principles, just like the one I just described. My books are filled with them. When you learn leadership principles, you'll become equipped to deal with anyone at any age, in any place, at any time. When you truly understand leadership principles, there's no need or desire to learn management practices. But again, low-impact leaders don't read leadership books. They don't go to leadership seminars. They don't watch audios. I mean, don't watch videos. Don't listen to audios. They're not training and growing and developing, developing themselves as leaders. So they do what people who don't have a clue about leadership do. They search for management practices. If they don't want to work on themselves, they're trying to figure out how to work on somebody else. That's basically what management practices are about, how to work on someone else. Leadership's about how to work on me. If I work on me, I can influence other people. So I got a question. Two different questions. First one is, are you a millennial or a, any, any age person who's tired of following low-impact, ineffective managers of people? If so, I've created a resource to help you deal more effectively with them while preparing and equipping yourself to fire them and hire a better leader. That's right. You can fire your boss. You can fire them, move to another department, move to a different plant in your organization, different city, or you can fire your leader and move across town and work for another company or fire your leader and start a new business. A lot of people don't understand it works both ways. The boss can fire you and you can fire the boss, but you have to create options. As soon as you have options, one of those options will be to fire the boss. So if you want to start preparing yourself for a better leader now, if you're on the front line of the blue collar workforce, the book of mine that you need to read the most is blue collar leadership leading from the front line. So when I talked about the Simon called me about, it's all about how to lead yourself well. It'll help you lead yourself well while you're working for a low-impact leader, but it'll prepare you to go out and be an attractive team member for a high-impact leader. And if you happen to be a white-collar uh, person listening to this, the white-collar version of that book is Maximize Your Potential. Unleash the Leader Within. So I have one for the blue-collar workforce and one for the white-collar workforce but now if you're a formal authority leader already do you desire to lead attract and retain high impact millennials or other people of any age who want to be a part of a high impact team that works together that completes each other and doesn't compete with each other that makes a difference with people who want to make a difference that achieves amazing results that trusts and values each other if you want to lead and attract and retain these type of team members, I've created a resource to help you become a high impact leader, 
of high impact team players. And you can start becoming a better leader now. And again, if you're in an organization you don't want to be in, learn to lead where you are. So the book that the book for formal authority leaders or those aspiring to be formal authority leaders that I wrote is Blue Collar Leadership and Supervision. Unleash your team's potential. The white collar version of that is maximize your leadership potential, moving beyond management and supervision. So those two blue collar books, Blue Collar Leadership and Blue Collar Leadership and Supervision, both of those books are also on audio. They're all on ebooks and they're all paperback. But you dive into those books, start learning, start reading so that you can become part of the solution to all of this blame game that's going on out there. And the solution is quit blaming others and look in the mirror and take responsibility. And again, if you want to become a high impact leader, that's what this podcast is about. That's what Rhea and, Rhea and I have written 22 books. That's why we do that. That's why we have blogs. We're on LinkedIn and Facebook and, and we drip out motivational, inspirational quotes daily. So follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook if, if you want to get some uh, motivational quotes and thoughts on a daily basis. We're just dripping them, dripping them out there. But I hope you enjoyed this today's uh, episode and we got to quit bashing the millennials and start looking in the mirror. And I'll tell you, I've led hundreds and hundreds of teams and the old folks do just as much whining as the young folks. People don't like change. People are frustrated. People don't like the boss. And, uh, and the main problem again, and I'm going to leave you with this is, the biggest problem out there, regardless of age, gender, race, all that stuff, the, the problem is people are not developing themselves. They're waiting on someone else to do it. Or they're mad because they don't have options, which is because they don't develop themselves. High-impact people who develop themselves have all kind of options. Those are happy people. They live in a good life. That's what I want to help you do. I want to help you climb to the next level and beyond in hopes that you're going to help others climb to the next level and beyond. So have a great day. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and eBooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.